Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Kim Namjoon, Kim Seok Jin, Min Yoongi, Jung Ho Siak, Park Jin Min, Kim Taeyang, Jung Jung Kook, Sitting BTS. Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We're super excited to hang out and talk about Singularity. Yeah. Before we get into Singularity, we are going to talk about how Kayla and I managed to get tickets to BTS's Love Yourself tour in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. It's honestly a miracle. It's a miracle. Yeah. And honestly, it's a really intense story. So we're going to share it with all of you guys because getting tickets was not easy for us. No. At all. And here to help tell the story, because she was also a part of it, is Brittany. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start with my side of the story because it's kind of intense. So we decided to go to Fort Worth, Texas, like this past week. We hadn't, we had been planning on going to Chicago and then we kind of just were like, you know what, let's go to Fort Worth. We've never been to Fort Worth. It's really kind of just as far for Kansas City to go to Fort Worth as it is Chicago. And so we're like, let's just go to Fort Worth. I was not mentally prepared for this because I had a canoeing trip that I was going on with friends this past weekend and there was no way that I could cancel these plans. Like it's been planned for a really long time and Corey would never let me live it down if I didn't go. The bad thing about it is, is that there's absolutely no signal where I was going canoeing. So I was like, okay, (laughs) the only way I can get tickets is I have to get all my friends and family on board to help me get them. And I'm so fortunate and lucky that my friend Anthony, Kelsey, my sister Brittany, who's with us, Bridget, my other sister, both my parents, all got together. I made this huge group chat on both Facebook and in like a like instant messenger like or on iPhone or whatever and <laughs> I literally in service to my parents on how to get these tickets. Like I told them all three different websites you can get them from and how to keep refreshing the page and even if you don't get tickets to keep going and I just really went all out like at 11 o'clock at night on Thursday night before I had to leave Friday the next day for my canoeing trip. (laughs) And that was it. I mean, I ended up leaving Friday and I didn't have any service until Sunday. So I didn't know if I got tickets. I had no idea. Like my fate of going to this BTS concert was like in all of my friends and family's hands. It was so intense. (laughs) But Anyways, I ended up getting a flat tire on the way to the canoeing trip and all this other stuff. So it was really dramatic. But on Saturday night, I couldn't help it. I said, Corey, I have to go into town. So we drove like 45 <laughs> minutes into town. Oh, my god! Kayla, I didn't tell you this part. Oh, my God, no. We drove, we drove 45 minutes into town because I'm ridiculous. And I was like, <laughs> I and I didn't even get signal in this town, this little tiny town in southern Missouri. Corey, thankfully, has Verizon. So I knew he would get some sort of signal and all the like messages from the the iPhone messenger just started popping up like crazy and i'm reading everything cuz everyone was like texting each other and then i found out that we got GA tickets to Fort Worth by some crazy miracle yeah we were in a Walmart parking lot and i went into inside Walmart and cried <laughs> like i literally cried in a bathroom in Walmart but yeah that was that's basically my side of the story. I have there's more to it because then Singularity came out on Sunday. Yeah. And so when I finally got service in like coming home Sunday, I had 175 mixed missed text messages and then I saw that Singularity had been released. I was like this was what a weekend to be completely out of service and not be able to know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. 
um, at the in the morning when they were all gearing up in the group chat to buy tickets, it was like, I don't know, what, 945, Brittany, when you texted and you were like, hey, is everybody logged on? People were saying, yeah, I'm in. I'm in the waiting line, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had to – I was at work. I was prepping. We were super short-staffed. It was a terrible morning. It was a terrible weekend at work. Just awful. And I had to text. I was like, I'm really sorry. There's absolutely no way that I can, you know, log on or help or do anything. It's in your hands. Go team. And I was just like getting my work done, stressed the fuck out, like super worried and just feeling like it's in everybody else's hands. You know, all of our friends and family who were like trying so hard to get this. So Britt, how was that? Because I, it was not until later when I read all the messages. Yeah, we both had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I cannot imagine the amount of I could not imagine the amount of anxiety you guys were going through. Um, okay, yeah. So in the battle for these tickets, well, first off, I cannot sleep at all the night before just I couldn't sleep at all and like I set maybe about 10 alarms to make sure that I got up at a certain time um that I was ready to go and that I was awake um I was focused with it (laughs) with it (laughs) um so pretty much um Bethany was pretty smart in saying create an account and that saved us quite a bit of time Mm because when we created an account it made the checkout process so much easier Um, But we created a mass texting group that we could all just be in constant communication. What kind of helps out for me is that I have the iMac and iPhone and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I could type while I was on my computer. And then I also had my phone as a device trying to get tickets um, we had we all had multiple devices that we were all using. We yeah. had yes, so many yes. people on board. Two computers. It was everyone a phone. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Kelsey had like two cell phones and two laptops going. Yeah, it was it was insane. So comes to the time. We are 20 minutes out. I text everybody, is everybody ready to go? And everybody was like, Yep, we're in the waiting room. We're all ready to go. So it's counting down. It's counting down. Three, two, one. The site crashes. Oh my god! Just completely like <gasps> I heard out. powerhouse completely crash. It just completely wigs out, and we're all like, "What the heck happened? Oh my gosh, what happened?" And then so as soon as like we fresh get back in it, then it was like, "Okay." And you have this like little person like who has like a line in front of it, and then you see the person like moving up <laughs> in line, and you're like, "Oh my gosh." Oh my gosh. And then as soon as you get to the as soon as you get through the line, then it like is just like, okay, how many tickets do you want? I'm like, four. I need four. <laughs> and so but then it's just like, all right, well, we have three tickets and like P3. And I was like, no, let them go. <laughs> and like other people are like, okay, I'm out of the line. And they're like, I have two tickets, you know, for P4. No, let those go. We don't want those. <laughs> and we're all texting each other and like everyone's like um is this that there's no tickets available i'm like there are tickets available kelsey's like if they're locked people will let them go you know always refresh 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 yeah just because basically everybody is searching for the specific tickets they want right yes in like sections that they want so someone might have the tickets you want but they might let them go right exactly and like that's what i was thinking is that the you know armies out there they were just like okay these are the tickets no i don't want those i want these and everybody has like the specific place that they want to go some mm-hmm. people like an aerial view. Some people like to be really, really close. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be really close. <laughs> so, um, really close. So, the closest. <laughs> yeah. My fella, he came over because I was like, I need help. Like, I was starting to panic because we were having no luck and it's already been about 10 minutes. We were having no luck. He came over. I don't know. He touched my phone and I feel like it was the magic touch. <laughs> and he was just like, Okay, well, we have, you know, four tickets for ground. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Did like, he oh really? That pisses yes. me off. And How did so, he do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm happy. I'm thrilled. I don't know. Maybe it's one Asian to another. I don't know. 
<laughs> it could be that, some sort of like sense. I have no idea. But so, yeah, he, he touched it and boom, there you go. Four ground tickets. And I was like, I can't believe it. And so I text everybody. I'm like, do we want these tickets? And everyone's like, go, go, go. Get them. Yeah, my dad texted, bye, 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 bye. Yes, get them, get them, get them. And so I got them, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. And, like, I cannot tell you how many times ever since Saturday I have checked my email, I have checked the confirmation number, I have checked that, yes, the purchase was made with my credit card. You've checked your credit card statement. I have my credit card statement, but I have, (laughs) it's like, I cannot believe it. That we did it, and yes. like we're very fortunate, and so it's fortunate. Just, I'm so excited to be with all the other armies out there, and being able to see our boys and support them and cheer them on and just have like a really good time. Yeah, this is incredibly surreal. It They're was, gonna put on such a great performance. Oh my god! It was like the worst 20 minutes of my life, but also like the best relief ever. <laughs> and then like. Man. After all of that, like, when I read the text messages later at work, I was like, oh, my God, Brittany, this is too many to read right now. I don't have time. Can you just tell me what happened? And she was like, we got tickets. We got four floor <laughs> tickets, general admission. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? This is incredibly surreal. Like, yeah. I I cannot believe that in a matter of months, we will be in even the same space as BTS. Yes, we will literally be feet away from them. It is such a blessing that we got these tickets. I have to give a big shout out to all of my friends and family for doing such an amazing job and working so hard to get these tickets. Yes, thank you so much to all of those people that Bethany said earlier. We really, I mean, literally... We could not have done it without you because both of us were wrapped up in other things. Seriously, I mean, I drove 45 minutes just to get the tiniest bit of signal, which is insane, but it was worth it. And then for me to be going home on Sunday after being out of service and then finally turn my phone on. And once all like one signal hit, it just like 175 text messages. And I had to read through Everyone just saying, you know, oh, I've got P3. No, don't get those ones. Like, just keep going. Keep refreshing. Like, I mean, it was insane, the communication that was going on. Yeah. But on top of it, Singularity was released. Like, I couldn't even... I was like, I I know that I just got these general admission tickets to the BTS concert, which is, like, my lifelong dream. But on top of it, my bias is the intro to the new album, and Singularity was released that same day that I got Signal. I was like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) I mean, so, like, we knew, I feel like we knew that Young was going to have the intro, and he was going to be, his intro was going to be the comeback trailer. Um, Yes. But I was at work, again, prepping. This time we were opening even more short-staffed. It was even more terrible, but I happened to have uh, my screen on my phone. It was playing music, and it lit up with a notification that said, big hit, like, you know, come tear comeback trailer, and immediately I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. left. Yeah, for sure. I left. I went to the bathroom. I watched the whole thing in the bathroom, and... um I, I like immediately before I even watched it, I texted it in our group chat to you and Brittany. I was like, oh my God, they dropped the comeback. Like, or not the comeback, but the, like yeah. the comeback trailer. The comeback trailer. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And then you were like, Bethany is going to die when she gets reception. Yes. <laughs> you hadn't heard from me at all for like 48 hours or more. And yeah, so I was in the car with Corey and we were driving back when I saw the, that's, Singularity had been released. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. We had a really dramatic story to getting BTS tickets, but we really, we got to talk about Singularity. Yeah. How today's episode is going to go is we're going to start off just sharing our first impressions of the song, and then we're going to go really in depth on Young's vocals, the choreography, the visuals, and then like the meaning of the song, and then the theories that have kind of been developed over the past you know, two days that it's been out. Uh, So we're going to talk about all of that in today's episode. Yeah. So 
my first impression, obviously, I was in the car and I told Corey, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, Singularity was released. It has to be Young. I could see like the thumbnail. I was like, okay, yes, it's him. It's totally him. When I listened to it, I was entirely mesmerized and captivated by everything having to do with this song and this music video. Mm-hmm. The dancing, the vocals, the visuals, it just like... Usually whenever Young is on the screen, I am fangirling like crazy, but I just went into this trance, like like mouth just open, staring at my phone in complete awe. Like I didn't say anything. I didn't pause it, nothing. I just was like completely blown away. And honestly, I thought the song, when I first started watching it, I was like, man, in my head, I was thinking this is really eerie and kind of haunting and unsettling in a, in a kind of weird way, you know, but it, mm-hmm. I love it. Like it's good. And it's, I just remember thinking like, oh, this is just so different. And so, so, I mean, it's Young. That's basically it. Like sure. after watching that, yeah, first time <laughs> watching that there, I was like, holy shit. Then I was like, Corey, just so you know, we're going to listen to this all the way home. So <laughs> then, Yeah. I set you an hour loop. You did some, oh, Today, going to and from work, which I have an hour commute to work, Mm -hmm. I listened to the the one-hour loop both times. I've listened to the song way too much. But the second time I watched it through, all I kept saying out loud, (laughs) Corey's like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is so Young. Like, (laughs) this is entirely Young. This whole song is just Young. It's like, it's perfect. The whole thing is him. (laughs) It, like, so is, though. Like, I... It really is. I wish that we could be more descriptive, and I think that this episode is going to try to describe how this song really just is Young. But, you know, just like you, I was so entirely mesmerized by this video and this song and the art style. I was completely enthralled with the art style and the lighting and the visuals and, like, the sounds and his voice, like... The dancing, every single little thing, first impression, I was just trying to, like, comprehend how all of these amazing things can actually, like, become one video and, like, be put together in this way. (laughs) Like I said, I first, like, like, I watched it in the bathroom and I was just, like, I probably had my mouth gaping open, too. Like, just (laughs) complete astonishment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go ahead and start off with the vocals, which his vocals in this song are, I mean, we've heard Young sing before, like Stigma Mm. is amazing and beautiful and so soulful and entirely Young. But this song is, it suits Young so Mm. well. His vocals in this song are just like, again, he's got that rich, creamy vocal. Yes. And... But the thing about it is, like, it has this, like, hauntingly beautiful undertone to it. Mm-hmm. That eerie kind of unsettling feel, but at the same time, it's very serene and tranquil and dense. Like, his his tone of voice, too, like, throughout the entire song, like, we'll get into the lyrics, but the tone of voice that he uses is very much what the lyrics are saying yeah like it's, he's sounds he sounds like he's reflective of himself but he's troubled and concerned oh, it's like very it's mature yeah it's it's mature it's, yeah i mean like <laughs> it's just like that that tone of voice that you're talking about it's like such a matured tone of voice like so so well controlled and so expressive in that tone and like you said when you described it as dense I think that's the perfect way to describe it and it goes along with these lyrics that these lyrics the meaning of the song that we'll get to does have this kind of like air of maturity to it it's wonderful (laughs) yeah and a lot of people are saying that this song and I agree with it is that the song, it has like an alternative R&B feel and that this R&B style is very Young. And honestly, I don't listen to a whole lot of R&B. So today I actually took the time to listen to Mm R&B because I was like, I have to know what that really, because I think I was thinking more like hip hop R&B kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't quite understanding what people meant by that. And then I listened to like a Spotify R&B playlist and I completely agree. It suits, it's very much Young's style. Like, he's got that soulful voice, but he's also very velvety and just smooth. 
Yeah. And I think at some points it can sound very light and breathy, you know, like it's barely there. Yeah. I think his accent has a lot to do with that. Yeah. I mean. Like his acts, his dialect. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be light and breathy, and then he'll slide into, like, some other note, and suddenly his voice will be full and so expressive. And it is very, like, sultry and, like you said, smooth and sexy. But to me, at the same time, I, I watched it the first time with the lyrics, so I was getting the lyrics while hearing all the sounds and the, seeing the visuals for the first time. So... Reading along with the lyrics and listening, I felt like it sounded and it seemed and it is like so sad and his voice would sound so sad and maybe sometimes even a little tortured in some points. Like I just want to say, for example, around 120-ish when he is singing about jumping into the lake, like where there's the blue background, just that note that he sings right before like the scene kind of changes, it has like it sounds like it has like pain behind it and yeah just I mean going into like the artistry that Young really shows with his vocals in this song like that is such a huge point to me like how like everybody uses their voice when they're singing to like be expressive but Young just really does it in a different way and it's, I mean, he feels it. He really he feels really it. He really feels it. And he connect. I feel that he connected with this song. Yes. He really could relate to it. And I mean, maybe I know that he didn't write the lyrics, but we'll get into it. RM ended up writing the lyrics, but he had in mind that Young was going to sing this and it suits him very well. Mm-hmm. And he just executes it beautifully. Oh. For sure. I like the style of the song, that alternative R&B that you were talking about. It has so many little subtle nuances. And I think that style really allows this relatively slow paced song to remain interesting and allow him to fully showcase his vocal talents. Um, like, you know, those small little trills that we hear. I love, like, it, yes, oh my I love God. that you said that. Like, it is a slow-paced song, but you are intrigued the whole time. Like, you just go into this trance when you listen to it. I don't care if you don't listen to K-pop or what, but if you hear this song, it's mesmerizing. Yes. The, like, I was talking about those slides from one note to another. Like, they're always, they're not off-putting, but they're not a usual like, they may not be usual notes that you would put together. Like, they're definitely unique. And oh yeah, he just mm-hmm. really gets to showcase his amazing vocal control, his vocal tone, his quality. Oh, his vocals are so good. He's worked so hard to get these vocals down. Kills <laughs> he it. He does such a great job. It's amazing. He killed it. Yeah. He killed it. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the choreography. Yeah, let's do it. You told me you found out who the choreographer was. And I don't know how you found it out. How did you find it out? I found it out by watching like a reaction video. Okay. <laughs> to to yeah, and they were like, "Oh, this is Keone," and I was like, "Oh, I don't know who that is." Yes. And then I told you about it. Yeah. Okay. So you told me that Keone d- did the choreography for this video, and so the, this person, it's this guy, and he's this amazing choreographer named Keone Madrid, and he choreographed a video called "I Need It." Um, it's not the same exact choreo, but it definitely in like it seems like Keone really loves one of the dances that's in that video, and he worked it into this song "Singularity," and it's the part where. Young is like dancing on with like the mannequin coat rack thing with his arm in the sleeve and stuff. Mm-hmm, um, there's like yeah. a there's there's changes to it, but it's definitely inspired by some of Keone's previous choreography. And it was so cool. It felt like a personal connection when you said that this was the person who choreographed because I know about this choreographer previously from my friend Morgan, and she's a dancer, and she showed me some of like his choreography and through finding this out I found out that he has also choreographed some of like BTS's most popular dances like fire and run and blood sweat and tears so it's so crazy that my friend Morgan like is a fan of this person and like actively follows this person and like has learned from them and so has BTS and um she I actually texted her 
um, and said, oh my God, Keone choreographed BTS's new comeback trailer. Um, and, you know, she watched BTS videos with me sometimes. And so I asked her to watch it and give me her perspective as a dancer, like from a choreography standpoint. So she literally just texted me back right before we were about to record. So I just am going to read her text. She said, I had to watch it twice. LOL. But the use of props was amazing. And him using his own hand visually, that's hella points from a dancer's perspective. The choreography matched the meaning of the song very well. And there was actually a story being told. Visual wise, it was incredibly amazing to watch and musicality was there all the way. I was shaking in my boots with some of the subtle beats they hit. And I think for it to be a Keone production, it was executed very well. And she I mean, she said that so beautifully, and yes. I'm so happy that she had such positive things to say about it. Yeah, and that's from somebody who like she has like you know listened to K-pop. She's like danced to K-pop before, but she's not like super into it. And she definitely, I don't think that she would say that she would like stan anyone. I mean, she likes CL, but like that's mostly because she's CL is a boss ass bitch. So yeah, <laughs> um, but. Anyways, so I just thought it was so cool to hear that from, like, somebody who's not really in the community but has this other perspective and kind of, like, um, a third-party perspective. So definitely amazing video choreograph like, with the choreography. Another thing that actually you pointed out to me, um, I didn't notice this at first because I was just, like, so absorbed in watching Young, but you pointed mm-hmm. out that... Um, the background dancers are made up of all different like ethnicities, which one, it's super rare for BTS to have backup dancers in official music videos. And honestly, I could not name an official music video that has like backup dancers that they're not like battling against like they are a no, you know, Yeah. especially like a music or video like with, today. Right. But they're not like. It's not very common, and especially if there's just one member. It's weird to see one member with just a couple background dancers because, like, they're more featured than when they have, like... And not today, they have, like, masses of background dancers, you know? Yeah, and not today in, like, Fire, they have backup dancers, but you don't see their faces. No. You don't see them up close. There's so many of them. Um, Whereas this video... You see these men. You see these what for however other men there are. Right. And, you know, you can actually acknowledge and see. I'm pretty sure that one of the backup dancers is actually one of Keone's dancers that yeah. works with him. If not all of them. I heard somewhere that, like, they were his. It might be all of yeah. them. I, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's so cool. I am one of those people that will yell from the rooftop, representation matters. I'll say it every single time. And so it's so cool to see, like, multiracial representation in a BTS video. Like, their music is for everyone. Them doing this kind of, this form of representation where they're not, like, making a big deal about it. They're just, like, putting, you know, these dancers in their video. Like, it's just showing everyone can relate to them no matter who you are or where you come from. And, like, they're accessible, it's just and amazing. I love it. I, I, it's so amazing. And another thing that I noticed about it, too, and this is, like, really weird that I noticed this, but I think at least one of the guys you can tell is, like, older. Like, he's not, like, mm. super young or anything. And, like, I think a lot of... Uh, pretty much all of them are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And I really like that, too. Like, it's not just, like, this very youthful, attractive... You know, I yeah. mean, obviously they're all attractive, but it's, like, <laughs> more, like... Like a person who could be you and I. You yeah, know, it's just or people. someone who's Yeah, it's like not only representing cultures, but it's representing like people of all ages. Totally. And all different backgrounds. And yes. it's like, oh, uh, like, yes, BTS, stop being so perfect. Everything you do. Like they're uh, here to send a message, you know. They're sending messages with everything they do. They they want everyone to have have a place of love and acceptance in their life, you know? Like And, you know, having that kind of representation is where feelings like that start. Because when people can see 
you know, maybe someone wants to be a dancer when they can see a dancer that inspires them, but then also maybe a dancer that looks like them, like that just makes you feel like you can do that. You can do anything. And, you know, so BTS is making moves like they're doing big things and they're using they every platform that they have to do it. So that's really great that, that they had these great dancers dancing with Young. Yeah. But let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Young's dancing. In yes. This because it's quite incredible. And it's going to be, if it isn't already iconic, his dancing in this has made a statement for him as a dancer for sure. Oh, for sure. Yes. So everyone is like, Young is the dance line. Like, he's, the, he's <laughs> in the dance line. He's officially made it in. Like, this was his initiation. In this video, it's hard not to just be completely enthralled with how he does that one-arm dance. You know, it's his arm, but mm. it looks like, you know, it's in the coat, and it looks like it's someone else's hand, but it's his own hand. And I think it threw a lot of people through a loop because they're like, wait, what? Like, is someone is someone in that, you know, jacket? But then everyone ends up realizing, oh, it's his own hand. Yeah. And it's honestly, he had to have practiced that, or maybe he was just naturally good at doing it. But the way that he can just independently move one arm from another, it just, like, it looks like it's not his hand. Yeah. Because it's so independent from the other. Yeah, it looked disconnected from his body. (laughs) Yes. And for all of you BTS stands, and especially for all you Young stands, including me, it's hard not to have died when he grabs his face with his own hand and pulls his face in and, like, presses his lips against his hand and then blends. And it's just like, did he do that? (laughs) Did that just happen? It's, It's so sexual, but it's also, like, it's amazing. His, like, his acting, his ability to, like, feel himself and to do that, I mean... Wow. Yes. It's so funny because I was going to talk about that part too. (laughs) Oh, no, please do. No, because it's so amazing. Yes. Um, It's it's definitely one of the biggest parts of the whole video. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard not to notice it. It's so seductive. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm going to talk about my part when we talk about his visuals. But for now, we're just doing the choreo. So, like, yes, that's amazing choreography. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and go into his dance style and what I kind of think about it in this video. So his dance style is, again, it's unique from J-Hope, Jimin, and Jungkook. Mm-hmm. In this dance, for me, how I would describe Young's dance style, especially with this choreography, is that when he moves, it's as if all the different dance moves he's doing are just bouncing into one another. Mm. It's smooth and it flows, but it's like a rippling effect. Oh my god! I, I love I love that. That is so it's true. Like the moves are pushing against one another. Oh my god, and Bethany! <laughs> I know. So this analogy that I came up with may not make any sense. No, it totally does. This is how I feel. J Hope is very fluid. He's like water. RM has even said he's like water. Everyone can agree that J Hope is so fluid. His moves easily pass through his body. And Young, I think, has that same kind of water feel, but instead of it all, like, just easily passing through his body one after another, it's as if you were to drop two stones in a body of water, separate oh, from each other. Yes. And the ripples were to collide. Oh, my when the God. the ripples collide, they, like, bounce off one another, but it's still beautiful and graceful. Bethany. But it's like you can see that distinction. <laughs> I, I just, this is what I feel. I mean, it's I've seen so the video true. so many times. Yes. 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 Oh my god. Like I I like almost have tears in my eyes just because the way you're describing it, I can so purely and clearly visualize his dancing right now in my mind. And it's like that is so true. Like, oh my gosh, beautiful. You're brilliant. It's bouncy. I mean, everything is just like bounces into each other. And Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. You know, I was I was going to talk about his dance style in that, like, it's comprised of some very quick movements, at least in this song, which, I mean, I think we've seen in, like, when he was in that Hope on the Street and, like, a couple other times where he's just been, like, dancing for fun. He does, like, very quick movements, but in this song, because the song is slow, in some points he'll do very quick movements, like, very quick footwork within long beats of the song. So he'll fit a lot of movements into a a long space 
And it's not like Jimin's dancing that utilizes quick movements on the beat change where Jimin will, uh, the beat will hit and that's when he'll move. It's the opposite. So he's using the empty space instead of like the downbeat. And that kind of quick movement in, you know, a relatively relaxed space of music reminds me of their choreography for Let Go, which you may have seen if you've watched the fan cams of their recent performances in Japan, because... Overall, I think Let Go is a pretty chill song. It's not super upbeat or like super exciting like Go Go, for example. But in that song, they combine a lot of quick movements, like especially quick, graceful movements within a short amount of time between the slow beats like during the chorus. But I think that the way that Young utilizes it in this video for Singularity, it adds that I think it adds to that unsettling feeling that you were talking about because at times it can seem like he's doing too much movement for the pace of the song or the feeling of the song. Yeah, it's a very slow song, but he's doing such intense choreography, very fast, a lot of movements into one beat. Right. And it just, it works out perfectly. And like, I'm not saying all of the movements are super quick like that. There's a lot of smooth, very cool, relaxed dance moves as well. But just like Morgan said in her response text, like he really hits every subtle beat in some way with that ripple effect in his body that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So I love, yes, I love that you said that even though it is quick, it's still very smooth. And I think that goes, it's really shown in the footwork. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I want to talk about the footwork. Oh my gosh. So in the, yes, in the main course of the song, like his footwork, it's, it's going, I mean, it's quick and it's there and he hits it pretty hard, Mm -hmm. but it's like he smooths the edges of it. So even though it's quick at the very end of the dance move, he'll, he'll make it nice and smooth and like, yeah. He'll make the the dance move like longer than it needs to be. Like it's last, it you know it lingers for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So and I love, oh, I love how he takes his left leg out and he just like slides it out to the side, yes. and it looks very similar to like when a figure skater hits a triple axle and mm. they like kick their leg out and it's like they do this really intense like you know triple axle and then they just like let it just completely lay out and like just smooth it over with that leg out Mm -hmm. and make it very graceful looking. And he does this, like the footwork is intense and then he'll just let those long movements just kind of linger. And it's very theatrical. Yeah. I think that like you were talking about how he smooths out the dance move somehow, even though his legs are moving so rapidly and he does have to hit those those beats hard and like those footwork placements, you know, very specifically, I think he uses the rest of his body to kind of smooth it out. Like his face still looks serene. It doesn't look like he's like focusing a lot or like, you know, like going hard and like his arms, the way he spreads his arms out at that time, kind of like spreads him out. It smooths oh, it out. Yes. Like, he just, yes. oh my God. Yes. It's so, it's, it's so hard perfect. to describe it with words, isn't it? Yes. It's hard to describe it with words. Um, I think we're doing a good job. <laughs> I think we are too. I mean, yeah, this song is just, it's hard to do it justice, but yeah. we're trying. <laughs> so at the end of the song, he does these kind of body rolls and he bounces his body up and down. But then he like disappears out of the camera shot. And that's got to be one of my favorite choreography. Mm. Like it's again during the chorus and he just, you, it's got like a white background and he disappears. Like he just bounces down and out of the the camera lens. And yeah. then he, oh, I love it. Like it gets me every time I watch it. <laughs> oh, but then he sways. It's not long that he's out of the, out of the camera shot. He then sways his body side to side and then comes back up into the camera shot and just Overall, the dancing is remarkable. There is no doubt about it. Like, we all knew that Taeyong could dance, but I think armies all around the world can collectively agree that his dancing blew us away yes, in this video. For sure. I mean, blew us away. I mean, one completely. It was... <sighs> we weren't ready for it. We weren't ready for it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Truly, I think we always expect them to just blow us away and astound us no matter what they're doing so like we have high expectations for them and he 
went even further than them, exceeded them much further. I mean, that's how I felt about J-Hope's mixtape. Yes. Every single thing that they do gets better than the last. I, it's insane. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it, but they do. <laughs> this is why you should stand BTS. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, so let's go ahead and go into the visuals. Yes. Damn. Okay. <laughs> he is the visual. Well, no, he's not. That Jin's the visual. But he's the other visual. But he's the most handsome man of 2017. That's true. So, I mean. <laughs> so Kayla and I didn't really talk about his outfits in this. And definitely it deserves recognition because his outfits in this definitely also scream Young. I mean, he's got that, like brown kind of it's not tweed but you know that brown long jacket on yeah it's got like tassels hanging in the back and i mean he's got like a brown sweater on he's got sometimes he has like um a all white outfit on yeah he had like a floral bomber jacket yeah with like a gold sparkly tank top underneath like all i mean really all you need to know is gucci and extravagant but also like very well put together and yes and i think their stylist really took Young's style in into consideration here because you can tell like Young has a very interesting style all the bts members do like their clothing style are all very unique from one another but you can tell the stylist either talked with Young about it or what but they definitely did a beautiful job of just conveying young style but yeah. also contrib- contributing to the feel of the song right and it just oh it fits so well i mean it's brilliant everything about it i mean everything it wasn't it wasn't overpowering to the style or the aesthetic of the video or the sound of the song but it also was able to represent like what the kind of clothes that young likes to wear so it was very cool so if we're gonna talk about visuals then we need to talk about facial expressions Mm -hmm. because (laughs) this is i mean this is how Young climbed my bias list is because of his facial expressions when he's dancing sometimes during this video there's such a subtlety to the changes in his expression but it truly makes all the difference. So this is what I'm going to talk about the part right at the beginning that you spoke of earlier when he is dancing with like the red coat on the mannequin and his arm is in the sleeve. Right around the 30 second mark, he's already been dancing using it, but that's when he moves his hand to his face and turns his head with the the hand that's in the red coat i just want to focus on his facial expression when he first turns his head he's like looking off into the distance and he looks very pensive he looks as if his thoughts are far away and then within a split second his hand kind of curls into his face a little more his eyes close and his face softens. Yeah, his face mm-hmm. lifts. It softens. Yes, it lifts a little bit. The the corners of his mouth curl up just slightly, just a little bit, but just enough. <laughs> just enough that you can tell if he's kind of smiling. And he, this is just a profile shot, but we're getting this much detail. And he just he his expression at this point is content but his content comes from being loved like he was just thinking of the warmest hug he's ever had and the person he loves the most and that all happened in a matter of seconds and he is doing shit like that the entire fucking video i'm sorry i had to get very i had to use a lot of language there but it's no, it's, I, yeah. it's just a lot you described that beautifully because that's exactly what happens i mean i hate that i actually just got teary eyed oh my I'm god writing, i'm not being dramatic i'm reading your notes on the google doc and hearing you say it and it's just I like mean, yeah like he's he's such a good actor i mean i like yes. I think all of bts is amazing and all of them do a great job in the music videos and displaying what they're feeling. But man, Young just kills it. King just, of visuals. Amazing actor. King, 
Yes, very oh, talented. Seriously. Very talented. So <clears throat> going along with the visuals, there's so much, there's so many visuals in this whole music video. So there's a cut where he's in that concrete room that is illuminated with this red light. And mm-hmm. it transitions from that red light concrete room to this open pitch black room. And he's dressed in completely, all in completely white. Yeah. And you see him do this dance move where he brings his arms out to the side and you see these eight white masks floating around his head. And then he just manipulates them, making Mm. them disappear and come back and moves them. And it's very aesthetic, so aesthetic. And it's haunting. Like you can see these masks throughout the video just floating around him as if they're like taunting him. There's a part where the masks are coming and going, coming and going, just all around him and they're like taunting him but it's almost like he's not afraid mm-hmm. of them but at the same time he seems like he's just used to them but you can tell that they're taunting him yeah that they've been there for so long well it can be all the different masks that a person might have to wear you know exactly which i can't wait till i get into the meaning of this oh song. my god <laughs> but in going off of this too you also see Young in like a purple light setting Mm -hmm. with the purple light just reflecting off his face and it happens multiple times and he's so beautiful Mm. and it's it's very similar to the purple light that they use with blood sweat and tears like during the stigma photo shoot and it's purple and there's a very deep meaning to the color purple for Young, and everyone knows (laughs) yeah it's his color yeah, we purple Young and he purples us. We purple him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, while you're talking about lighting, I just have to say that the red lighting in that shot of them dancing and just, like, all red lighting is supreme. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to all these visuals, there's definitely scenes that we see where he's sitting in a corner. I mean, he's just stunning. Oh, he's so stunning in these shots. There's only a few of them. I wish there was more. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting in a corner, and he's got these beautiful flowers in greenery that is just like ivy that's creeping up the walls and you can see these newspapers or like articles of some sort that are covering these walls just surrounding him mm-hmm. and you see flashes of roses being lit on fire which is also a common theme in BTS videos and again like there's there's many themes of flowers and there, one of my favorite parts is where there's the four masks. I believe there's four, and he's got the flower mm-hmm. in between all of them in the middle. And he's manipulating the flower up and out and down and back out. And the masks are moving as he moves this flower. And he's holding on to the flower, mm-hmm. but the masks are floating. And then he lets go of the flower, and the flower doesn't fall. And it moves behind him as the masks and the flower just move out to the side yep. behind him. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the visuals, like, it's so aesthetic. I mean, I just, like, that part kills me, and I don't know why, but it's just so hauntingly beautiful. That is the best way to describe this video. Just remember that part when I start to talk about meaning. Oh, yes, Ooh, yes. Yes. So the last part I have to mention is another Young facial expression. And this part kills me. I mean, the whole thing kills me. Around minute two, second 23, Mm -hmm. it's right before the choreography where he steps abruptly towards the camera and he shows like the backsides of his hands with his wrists flexed and Mm -hmm. like he like charges at the camera. So it's right before that. That part is amazing and I had to mention it. But before that, he spins around very dramatically and you can see his body just fall into itself and he lets his eyes just roll back. Yeah. And they go completely laxed as he spins into himself. And like, if you can pause it just at the right time, you can see just how like falling, he's just falling into himself and his eyes, like his facial expression is just like, he's let go completely. Mm. He's surrendering. (laughs) He it's, that's it. Yeah. Like he's helpless. Okay. So let's get into the meaning of the song this song was actually written by rm um which as we get into the meaning like it's not surprising that he was the one who wrote this he wrote the lyrics after getting discharged from the hospital um he had surgery for a deviated septum and he thought i'll quote if i wrote the lyrics well Young would like it right 
and he actually finished the lyrics in one go and made no revisions. It was perfect from the beginning, and I just love that he wrote it with Young in mind. He knew that Young was going to be the intro track for this album that long yes. ago, and... He knew that Young would connect to it. Yeah, he knew that... That he would be able to emotionally connect to this song. Yeah, that he would feel represented by it, so I, I just love that little background info. So... The meaning of the song, and like you can take it however you want, but how I interpret this song, and I think how a lot of people interpret the song, is that Taeyong does not feel like he is truly being himself. Mm-hmm. He mentions throwing his true self, like metaphorically, into a lake that now has frozen over. And it's as if this new false identity looks down at himself, who's just trapped, voiceless under this thick sheet of ice Mm -hmm. from the lake. And he's looking down at himself, just contemplating whether or not he loves his true self or the person he's become. And I love the lyrics where he says, have I lost myself or have I gained you? And then he says, I run to the lake, there's my face in it. And he says, if I shouldn't have thrown myself away. And it's very much not knowing, it's not so much not knowing who he is, but like having to throw himself, his true self away, and instead like hiding behind a mask, basically. Mm -hmm. Or contemplating whether or not, you said contemplating whether or not he loves his true self or the person he's become, or trying to figure out if the person he's become is his true self and he's you know changed in this way or become different in this way that was you know unexpected where you're like have I lost myself or have I gained you meaning have I gained this new identity but it's my it's myself you know yeah and you could also wrap like heartbreak into it you could say that gaining you is like you know being with another person but I think if you're really looking at the true lyrics and the meaning of the song that you're talking about right now it seems like it's more it's self-reflective it is very self-reflective yes it's it's internal conflict the whole song is internal conflict yeah and he eventually sings lyrics explaining and how i interpret it is like no matter what this ice is going to melt meaning that he can't cage his true self forever despite this in the end even though he knows who his true self is and he can see it and it's there, but it's trapped. Yeah. And despite, you know, all of this, in the end of the music video, he puts the mask on, mm-hmm. hiding his true self, and you can see this black tear falling from his left eye. And, I mean, what an intro to Love Yourself Tear. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let's go ahead and get into theories. The theories kind of go along with the meaning of the song. Yeah. So I really got into the theories, which is so unlike me, but I totally got into it. I totally got into it. So really, I full on 100% believe that RM was inspired by Narcissus, the, the whole story of Narcissus. And I ended up getting so into it that I actually read the entire the story of Narcissus and Echo, which wow. is a mountain, a mountain nymph. Yes, I read it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Ovid. It's from. There's actually very many different versions of this. It's mm-hmm. Greek mythology. So the one that I read is Ovid's Metaphorsis, Metamorphosis, or Metamorphoses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read it from that, and it's about basically this man. I'm going to do the Cliff Notes version here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Echo, and this is what's great about the whole thing. Like, you can tell that RM definitely got inspiration from this. Echo is this mountain nymph who falls in love with Narcissus, and he rejects her love, and basically she lives the rest of her life in loneliness. Nothing really remains of her voice like there's many theories about what actually happened with echo and her voice but you know that within this entire song in singularity the lyrics constantly talk about like a ringing sound Mm -hmm. and it mentions their voice and not knowing if it's my real voice or i lost my voice or i buried my voice for you you know and Mm -hmm. so you can definitely see that part of it um, but basically what ends up happening is Narcissus rejects all of these other lovers. He's just this beautiful man. And 
Nemesis is the goddess of revenge and ends up like finding out about this terrible story that Echo was rejected by him. So he, or Nar- I think Nemesis is actually, yeah, Nemesis is a girl. Nemesis comes and just draws Narcissus into this pool of water mm-hmm. and has Narcissus look at, their, at his own reflection. He falls in love with his own reflection and then he is so in love with it he just stares at it forever and then eventually comes to the conclusion that he will never, it's an unreciprocated love. Wow. He will never be loved by the man he's looking at, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not real. Yeah. And in the song, he says, I run to the lake. There's my face in it. And there's many scenes with Tae Young in front of a reflection pool, looking at himself, reaching out, caressing his own reflection. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me because... The album series is called Love Yourself. And so this is like a, this whole story is about loving himself too much. Narcissus is. Right. So it's like, love yourself, but maybe don't fall in love with yourself. I don't really know. I'm probably looking way more into it than it actually is. No, it makes sense. But I just think it's, it's really cool. And you can see the inspiration from this story. And it's a really good story. And I I suggest everyone read it because it's really good. Yeah. I would say that like, if you're saying like love yourself but don't fall in love with yourself it's like you know I think like the loving yourself that BTS likes to talk about is like being happy with who you are or where you're at in life or you know being kind to others around you and being kind to yourself but not you know becoming vain and becoming vain I think that's what this is awesome yeah yeah I have to say one last thing about it and I'll be done. But when I was reading the story and I had I had not seen any theories on this, but if you read the actual story, one of the very first things that um, happens is Narcissus mom actually asked this other male figure about her 15 year old son, Narcissus. Mm -hmm. And the guy says, and I quote, he says, if he but fail to recognize himself, a long life he may have beneath the sun. And I think it's interesting that that's the, what he says about narcissists saying like, if he fails to recognize himself, which I think is what Young is doing in this song, like he doesn't know who he is, mm-hmm. what a long life he may have beneath the sun. I just thought that was so cool. I mean, wow. uh, I just, I got so into it. <laughs> Amazing. So I just want to talk about this little meaning or you know not really a theory but just some interpretation of the art style and the aesthetics that we see um i saw a tweet from at hitman underscore fan base uh referencing the orphelia painting by john everett milius there's a similar scene in the from the painting where Young is in front or like standing in a shallow pool and there's kind of like vines and flowers and stuff growing all around in like a slightly marshy kind of looking area. So it seems similar to the painting because in the painting Ophelia is laying in a pool singing before drowning and she has all of these like flowers and things around her. And in this painting, the flowers have a symbolic meaning. So like the poppy means death, daisies mean innocence, pansies mean unrequited love, and frill f- <laughs> fritillaries mean chagrin. Um, but roses, as you mentioned earlier, there was a shot of roses burning mean youth. So there's that Mm -hmm. loss of youth, loss of innocence that I will say I predicted in the theory episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You did. You did did such a good job for that episode. Thank you. So there's that. There's also various shots. That's just one example. But there's so many shots in the music video that people say mirror other famous works of art, which is like, yes, we stand intellectuals like these men are so fucking cultured. I also want to point out that the flower that Taeyang dances with, with the masks and the masks kind of carry it away, is very similar. Armies on Twitter have pointed out that it's very similar to the flower that Jin has during some of those HYYH theories and all that stuff. And the flower with the white petals that we see throughout all of those music videos. Um, People want to say that it's like the same one that Young is holding, but his aren't just petals. It's like with a stem. 
Um, in addition to this, there's also the I Need You Japanese music video, um, which also kind of you can make connections with this too because mm. Young in that video is surrounded by lots of flowers. He's hugging himself. Like, definitely can make connections between that. Yeah. And in addition to this, armies also feel that the song that is going to be like their hit track for this new album is going to be titled, titled Fake Love. Mm. So... Again, he dances with that mannequin, and he's dancing with himself, but, like, it's fake. It's not real. So it's a fake love or falling in love with yourself that it's fake. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, looking into your reflection and falling in love with that. Like, it's not real love. Right. So a lot of people think that this, again, is just more theories going into what their hit track is going to be about, just fake love. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I want to mention as just like a common theme that we see arching over from Love Yourself Her is the theme of loved being in clothing. So, for example, in the DNA photo shoot, we see Suga wearing a red and white. It's probably a Gucci sweater that has in the white stripes. It has loved written in red. Um, in the DNA music video, Jungkook was wearing a red shirt that said loved in gold up at the top. And Jimin's sparkly Gucci jacket in the DNA music video in the back, it's, you know, it's blue and it has loved written in red sequins on the back. And so this goes along with the theme when we see at the end Young wearing one of the pair of earrings that are $720, Jesus, on the... Oh, my God. Yeah. You looked at the price. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Like, I saw a screenshot from the Gucci website. Gucci boy. But the point is, is that there's... He's, you know, they're continuing this, you know, literally wearing something that says loved so that it's like mm-hmm. saying... It's like knowing that you're loved, internalizing it. So, anywho. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So let's talk about our overall impressions and just kind of like wrap this wrap it up this whole thing up. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's I mean, it's an amazing video. I want to say I just think this era is going to be incredible. I think it's going to be their best one yet. I think the Love Yourself eras are so set apart from the rest or as they stand in time, they will be set apart from the rest just because I think BTS has had time to mature as artists and develop their own personalities and specific yes. styles. Yes, and they are so individualized. Like they have grown so much and they've yeah. learned so much about themselves and they have developed their own unique styles. I love yeah. it. That's why, like, when you mentioned how blown away we were by Hope World earlier, it's like it's true Mm -hmm. because they just keep getting better. So I expect, you know, this album, this comeback to be better than ever to have, you know, more meaning and everything like Anyways, I think that Young's true self really shines through in this video and in the song. The lyrics are beautiful, and I think they represent him very well. He isn't just the goofball or spaz of BTS that people who like always says the wrong thing that people yes. like to people like to generalize him as that. But he's yes. fucking smart. He's, he's so fucking thoughtful. smart. He's so fucking smart. Yes. Ugh. He's my bias, and I just, like, I get on a soapbox when I talk about him. Ugh. He's smart. He's thoughtful. He has an incredible depth as an artist and his ability to convey a multitude of emotions in one flicker of the eyes or one slight change in the tone of his voice. And... His deep, sultry voice brought an entire other layer of feeling to the song. And, you know, it's just absolutely perfect. It it ushers in a more serious theme, a more serious tone, but he does it so wonderfully. Yes, yes. He made this song. This song would not be what it is if it wasn't him singing it yeah, or him dancing to it or him being the the face that we see along with it. Like, it's him. And mm-hmm. this song, I think, this is my own personal opinion. Stigma is very much Young, but I almost feel that I think he connects to this song even more than Stigma. Yeah. I think they're both very similar. I think they both feed off of one another. But, man, I just feel that Young 
really got to show his true self with this song. I mean, I really hate that stigma had that high note. It really challenged him and it really pushed him and he conquered that shit so well. Mm -hmm. But this song has that R&B, that alternative R&B feel. And I feel like he was in his comfort zone. This is Mm. who he is. Mm -hmm. This song and this comeback trailer is Young. The choreography is completely him. The clothing, the genre, the visuals, the themes, even, you know, the theories that go along with it is just him. The meaning of the song, really, just like finding who he is. I think he got put into this, you know, idea that he is like the goofball of the group and funny and whatnot. And like, I think that he does have that side to him, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that is not what he identifies himself as. Right. And he wants to be taken seriously. And he should be taken seriously because he is so artistic. He is an artist. He is such an artist. And I feel that Big Hit and RM and all of BTS really just supported Young in this song. Mm. And they took him seriously. Mm -hmm. And I am so proud of him. And I feel that he is proud of himself, too. Yes, I I really hope he is. Yes, I feel that Young is very hard on himself. But Mm. he... I hope to God that he is very proud of himself. I feel in my gut that he is. I don't want anyone to say any negative things about him, and I don't want him to ever be affected by any negative comments comments that might come his way. But he should be so proud. This intro is perfect for this album. This album is going to, from what we've heard, is going to be more serious. It's going to be darker. It's going to have, like, dark undertones to it. And Young really just sets the scene. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, this is somebody who is in a position and is being enabled to meet their full potential at every step. So that's not saying that he is not going to improve more and continue to perfect his craft. But this is like he gave us everything in this song and in this video. So he deserves a round of applause and I cannot wait until the concert, Kayla, because there's a good I mean, it's got choreography. There's a good chance he'll perform this. Yeah. You know, I was just saying that that they're going to fucking they're going to perform stuff from Love Yourself, Her and Tear for this world tour. I swear, because they didn't tour with her. We're so lucky we get to see it. Holy (laughs) shit. Like, Uh. okay, so. If you liked this episode and if you've liked any of our episode, other episodes, um, we really appreciate it. We're so glad that you're here listening with us. And we would super love and appreciate if you would go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Um, it just helps us to be able to interact and find more armies, which is really the whole reason why we're doing this podcast. Thank you to everyone who reached out to us this week. Everyone's been trying to get BTS tickets and we've had a couple people messages on instagram on our email and i just thank you all for reaching out to us like we love hearing from you guys and we love replying to you guys so keep doing it we love hearing from you so so yes yes we've had so many in the past couple weeks and it's been so amazing to connect with other people from all over um Mm -hmm. we are currently at 80 reviews on itunes when we reach 100 reviews on itunes um, we are doing another ship series episode. We will be doing Tay Cook, and we cannot do it until we reach 100 reviews. So if you have not done it yet, please go over and review, and uh, hopefully we can do Tay Cook soon. So if you want to contact us, you can email us at standingbtspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at standingbtspod. You can like us and interact with us on Facebook, where standingbts. And you can follow and, you know, fangirl with us on Instagram on our pre-existing fangirl account called Sugar Free Cookie Jams. And you can find links to all of that in the description. In the description. So... Thanks for listening, and thanks for standing BTS.